Let me I don't care about that. Hold on, let me talk. I don't care about the NFL. I mean, just because you're hollering and screaming don't mean you're right. It ain't hard to scream. I don't care about that. You're really talking louder than everybody else is. So you gonna let somebody else talk? You gonna let somebody else talk? So Miguel. I'm, I'm sorry, it was a little loud, wasn't it? No, you got to speak into oh, the microphone. So it worked out, right? You know, I can't hear it. But we're back with another no, episode. No, no, no. You got to have it tilted up. There we go. All right. So <laughs> as Josh interrupts me for another time, as he did in the previous show. Eesh. But um, we are back for another episode of a new You Radio. And uh, I want to welcome all you guys to a new You Radio, um, the show that brings a diverse catalog of of uh, topics ranging from uplifting stories. We got to give you an iPad or something, bro. Sports <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm reading the th- Anyway, our goal is always to make you feel like you're right in the middle of a heated debate at your local barber shop or beauty salon. I am your host. Again, I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> he is the host. <laughs> Levant, the savant name, Levant. Hey, 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 Mike, it's for Josh. Uh, we got over here to my right, Mr. Jonathan. Banks is in the building. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, to my left, the creator himself, Mr. Josh Murray. So this is uh, the power hour, right? Power hour. We can even start with that, actually, um, and go from down to the bottom. So, John, power, series finale. We can get into all the other stuff, too, we talked about before, mm-hmm. right? But the series finale... What did you think? Um, well, oh, wait, wait. I want to give a shout out to John for predicting that it was Tyreek <coughs> oh, yeah. right after mm. Ghost got shot. Right. He said, we have it on wax and everything, too. Mm-hmm. So he did actually do that. So I want to give a uh, props to you for that. And what do you think of the finale, though? Um, I was kind of sad because uh, I just feel like, you know, I've been a fan of power since day one. And just just to see the growth in all the characters and the way that this episode ended and the fast forward with like Tasha going into prison, Tariq going to college, Tasha not getting any money and Ghost dying, allegedly. He's dead, he's dead. (laughs) Uh, I just, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like that. I just felt like it was too rushed. Okay. Um, I um, yeah. Let's talk about some of that stuff. So, Ghost. We figured out that Tyreek is the one who shot Ghost. Right. Tasha's foul ass tried to set up somebody for Ghost's murder. An mm. innocent man on the finale. Um, uh, a guy that she was smashing that she met a few months before. Finesse Queen. Finesse Queen. She literally planted Ghost's murder weapon in his house. He has a young daughter, and he's a very innocent man. She set him up to go to jail for Ghost's murder. He didn't even know Ghost, by the way. Um, when the cops came to his house and they found the weapon and to arrest him, he's begging her to help me, help me. And she said nothing. Right? 
This is why I'm never with Tasha. She's foul as hell, right? Right. And that was the worst foul she ever did. Even in more, the words even more of, than what goes to me. In was, the words of Jazz, actually, I probably won't say what Jazz said about Tasha, but the lighthearted version of, Jazz, of <laughs> what Jazz, the owner, uh, Tasha's is not a great choice uh, of being <laughs> a, as um, a woman. As a woman for a young man. So again, spoiler alert for this show. So for 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 Josh, so Tariq kills Ghost um, at his uh, what do they call that when they um, give out the money and stuff like that? Oh, uh, what is arbitrate? No. Le- what is the legal term for that? A person dies and they and they read the will and give out the um. Is there a special name for it? Inheritance. Yes, I guess inheritance meeting or whatever. Well, I thought. I, don't know. I thought anyway, a word for it. But yeah, me yeah. too. It is, but I, I can't think of it right now. In uh, the legal office, we're all like not not talking about this, but but um. I mean, it's the reading of the will. Yeah. So so uh, Tasha gets nothing. He lives with nothing, zero, Ooh, and she's face. like upset. The grandmother, Tasha's mother, he paid her rent for a year. She was mad about that too. Oh, whatever. Of course she was. Yeah, of course she was. Got it from her mama, right? Yeah, and then. Uh, Tyreek, he left him everything basically, but then put a caveat that you must go to college, leave with a bachelor's degree, or at least a three point five GPA. So he can't get nothing until he finishes all those things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he's still controlling him from the grave. And I mean it's like several clubs, it's millions of dollars, it's his watch collection, it's all this stuff, and they can't touch none of it until Tyreek graduates with a three point five GPA or higher. So at the end of this episode, Tasha gets Tariq into college, uh, and deal with the deal with Stern. Deal with Stern, and she goes to jail because. Did they say what college? Or was it made up one like? Uh, it, was made up. it was a made up right. college, yeah. and but it was um, a prestigious college. Though. Yeah, prestigious yeah. though. And then um, the guy was smart enough when Tasha tried to set him up for the murder, when the murder was happening. He went inside of a store and bought a Red Bull, a store with a camera. So the cameras caught him at the store at the time of the murder, which means he couldn't have committed the murder. So they went back and arrested Tasha for the murder and planted the gun. And at the end of the episode, you see her in jail. We're taking off the uh, eyelashes, eyelashes, the wig, the makeup, and put on the orange jumpsuit. braids. Yeah. The cornwall braids. The the set it off braids. And, um, (laughs) And in jail and stuff like that. So... That's the finale, but then it brought up like he said, like like John said earlier, stuff about the whole series, I guess, from people. And I, I watched this one show which I love. Um, it's like two black girls and a guy. Uh, the spot is called. <coughs> Shout out to the spot. Um, but um, they talk about this every week, and they always kill the guy. But they go back to what you said, right? When he said he wanted to leave the game, right? In the beginning, she said, "I want to see you as the biggest drug dealer of all time." She never like stood by him. In that way, and they were like, he should have loved her through that. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? I was like, he wanted to leave, and she didn't want him to leave. Mm-hmm. Secondly, the guy wasn't just his driver; it was like his son. He raised Sean, right? Which means Sean was at their house eating food when she was like a little kid. Right. So essentially, you're smashing your own stepson. That's right. ridiculous to me in that particular case. And then his lawyer, like, come on, Tasha, how many people are you gonna smash that you didn't know the man and whatnot? And I think. And, and, and you, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I think a lot of issues that women in particular, when they, when they watch the situation, they don't give Angela enough credit for who she was. She wasn't just some random ass side piece they cheated with. She literally loved his life from his childhood years who got taken away by her parents, and now she shows up. Yeah, still cheating, 
yeah, it still wasn't his wife, but it's like, don't play her like she's some side piece. She had a much uh, more significant role in his entire life from a young age. Like, this, the show starts with him knowing fluent Spanish. Tasha never asked, how do you know the Spanish like that? <laughs> you know, not, not me. And another thing that I like when they showed at the end of the episode, they're showing highlights from I think was it Power Book Two. Yeah, or, and they well, showed. I was, getting, I was getting to that actually, but, but I just wanted to <laughs> highlight to what you were saying of the like, Angela no, no, just being some a, side piece. That wasn't from No Power. That was just that was just the actual. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. But I think they showed a scene of when Ghost was in high school, and he's coming out with Tommy. And Tom's like, oh, let's go, whatever. And then Angela's coming up with this pamphlet with Chope, which is the school that Angela ended up going away for. In Connecticut. In Connecticut, which basically which basically put her in a place of becoming who she was today. And I felt like Angela was ghost angel in a sense of this, or that light to get out of that darkness that he was in. Because there's a scene where they show, Ghost is like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's Chope. What's Chope? Oh, it's the school. And he's like, with Ghost being smart and thinking outside the box, he's like, tell me more about it. And they, you know, fast forward with Chope and Tariq. Yeah, And adds on to that. So I just felt like Angela was like a good thing for Ghost. And Ghost knew that. And he was running for that idea of really going the straight route. And he knew Angela wasn't down with that negative, that negative energy or that, that the bad things. I felt like with her, she was there she was like ghost is like second second coming in a sense of just like all right this is my new life and i feel like a lot of people as what get, was as what mike was saying is just tend to forget that angela was actually a really great woman that was really willing to do anything to help ghosts get to that moment but people choose to ride for tasha who does all the other things that people tend to forget yeah and, and you know what else of course there's the uh racial undertone because Angela's Hispanic and Tasha's black. Because my question was, why are the ladies getting upset that Ghost is choosing the good woman who's making his life better? Well, you, I just answered it. Right. So you took away my glory. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that's, that's mainly the reason. Because, you know, black love, quote unquote, and all this good stuff that happens. But she wasn't a, a good woman. It, she held the family down, different aspects and stuff like that. Give her that, but um, I think he did love her. He told her that he loved her, you know, in the last episode. But I don't think he was in love with her ever. And I think that that's that's what Angela was. So with her coming back, I could see him going, you know, towards that at that time. Um, and uh, so I, I went back and forth with somebody, you know, for days on YouTube comments right. about ghosting home. And, uh, and and I find that fun, so I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, mm-hmm. that's one re- the one reason I do love this show, and I'm going to miss about this show, is the the uh, not not as big as Game of Thrones, of course, but just the whole um, the size of it. You know, it's talked about on all social media, mm-hmm. everywhere you go, people watch Power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go to barbershops, you go to wherever it's at. You've seen power, you've seen power. It becomes a topic where everybody discusses. I love things like that, whether it's a sporting event, a movie, a show, music, or whatever it is. Um, I, I love that, you know, it's that, right? You had to really, like, avoid spoilers. Because if you, if, you, if you didn't watch power by a certain time, it was all over social media, what happened. So I, I, I love that. So I'm hoping if book two can capture that, probably not. But I'm hoping to have another show 
that can do that. And, you know, after Game of Thrones and now Power, it, 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 it's, something, it's something missing in TV right now that we need, you know, that um, that uh, that everyday they think. But what do you think about the other books coming out, John? Um, I don't know if they're going to be really good. I mean, I'm I'm curious to see <coughs> what they're going to do with Tariq. So Tariq's is book two, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Tasha's in the, the show. Char- right with all the characters that Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige, Meth and Man, Meth. Yeah. Um, and I think Kanan's story might be a little interesting. Book three, Raising Kanan. Yeah, I yeah. think those two would be a bit interesting, and because they're doing someone with Tommy too, right? Well, I think book three. Okay, so there's book two, mm-hmm. Ghost. Book three, Raising Kanan. Book four, Power Influence about Tate. And his political aspects. This and is kind of threw me off. And then book five about Tommy and his move to California. So literally copying Game of Thrones or the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, there were several shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's part for fifty and 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 Courtney Kemp. Shout out to her and fifth or whatever to keep it going and whatnot. And for know. having for life. And for having for life. Um, yeah, fifth. He's good in the TV world right now. Like let's let's be honest or whatever. But um, he does understand the marketplace. He really, really does. Um, Since he used to sell to the marketplace, this is true. Uh, I love Fifth. I, I really do. So to this day. So, but um, I, I like the Raising Canaan one only because mm-hmm. it'll be set in the '90s type of deal, and mm-hmm. you'll see a younger Ghost and Tommy. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the whole their relationship, the Angie relationship, like mm-hmm. you said. I want to see the whole thing between Tommy and his mom, how mm-hmm. she always chose ghosts. Mm-hmm. Remember he said that or whatever like that. <laughs> that was so, different. <laughs> yeah, because ghosts moved in with them or right. whatever. And I want to see what happened with Ghost's parents and mm-hmm. and Breeze. I want to see who, who the hell is Breeze or whatever like that. Right. So, um, And that too. So I think that one I'm really, really interested in more than almost any of them. Mm-hmm. The whole Tyreek thing, I think it's, it's a shame because it's a, the next step. Mm-hmm. But and the kid's a good actor, Michael Rainey Jr. Shouts out to him. But right. I, I don't think it's gonna be very popular for some reason. Mm-hmm. So unless they bring Ghost back, unless they bring Ghost back, which I doubt. <laughs> I, that, I think Amari's on his other, on other things. Actually, honestly, I no, think, he is. But uh, I don't know. I think Amari's like RDJ or or Chris. Um, what's the Evans? Evans. I think they're on to other things. Mm-hmm. But if their other things don't work out. They will be back, like RDJ would do little, right? So I think that, I mean, it bomb. It is what it is. But it was already projected to bomb. True, but if he has another bomb, he'll be back in the MCU. I feel like. Oh no, he's fine. He was a monster before the MCU. He'll be fine. What do you mean that he'll be fine? He doesn't need Disney. Okay. <laughs> His brand is way bigger than that. He hasn't proven it. Since Disney, though. since I mean, he's really ha- never had an opportunity. So okay. what did he do right before Disney? Sherlock Holmes, isn't it? He did. And Tropic Thunder, which I love. But but but, but, but what we shall see. For, so far, post-MCU, he's bombed. Hold up. So. With one movie. In one movie, yeah. <laughs> Just one. And it was, to be honest, it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Honestly, thinking, you know, the way that a Tony Stark would, yeah. or RDJ, who are kind of one of the same here. Right. He probably want to disassociate from the role. I think Evans, who was a Knives Out, an ensemble role, I think that was a good choice not to be a lead character right away. Kind of like reintroduce yourself to the audience as a part of a cast rather than being the main guy and then kind of move back up to the main guy. 
but everybody's path is different or whatever. Amari, however, you may be right because I don't. He's not that good to me mm-hmm. and other stuff. I just watched the one with um Tiffany Haddish and Tika Sumter, who did it today. Mm-hmm. We play like the the coffee. <laughs> The coffee guy boyfriend or whatever. I was just like, dude, you're, you're ghosts. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just right. I think that character for him, yeah, is really what works with him. Yeah, with his with his mood patterns and how he is. I think he's he fits. I mean, I hate to sound like a stereotype, but he fits well in that role. He's typecasted himself, right. and in that way, but it's fine. Like, you can be iconic. People are so afraid of being typecasted. I get it. You're actors. You're craft. You want to be known for different things, but you can be iconic for a role and still be okay. You know what I mean? Like you can be a chef who makes the best souffle, and that's your, you know, your go-to dish. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You're not. You're okay. At other stuff or whatever. So you're essentially saying, be happy being in a box. I'm not saying that. I'm saying nothing wrong with being iconic, being known for something. I'm, I don't think they're, and, and me personally, or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that might not be the reason they became an actor or actress. I agree, yeah. I think I think it's a craft sometimes. But I think sometimes they do a disservice to themselves sometimes by stepping out of that box. A certain type of way. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Because, I mean... There are. Uh, I mean, me personally, we, we'll, we could talk about this more mental theater. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. believe in typecasting. I, uh, that's all in the audience. Well, I'm, I'm on a ghost thing, so it's, it's fine for the show too. But yeah, that's all. You think it's all in the audience? You think? Yeah, completely. Okay. okay. I mean, have an imagination. That's the point of the show. Suspend disbelief. Yeah. It's a different show. But or like movie. John just said, you see him as ghosts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I personally do because I don't. I don't know if I can ever imagine him doing something else yeah you I, felt the same way about chadwick right yeah i i definitely do like even with that movie he did um before oh. no not before that it, he i think he played a criminal chadwick or Omar? no chadwick he's going back to him I just criminal? To bring him. jackie robinson not jackie Rob- no he played like uh i don't know if it was like a corrupted cop or yeah no he played a criminal um the hell was the movie called? I think it was on Netflix. Um, That's why I don't know what it is. <laughs> what about it? You saw T'Challa when you missed him? No, I just I didn't like him in that part. Oh, okay. I just I just thought he would, did great. He did such a good job in that. I just didn't like him in that. And um, what else he was in? Jackie Robinson and he was also in uh, Gods, of, Gods of Egypt with Gerard Butler. Was he? So that's two films with Gerard Butler. Okay. Interesting. Was he in Casa Vigo? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Um, he's literally, I think he's the only black person in the film. <laughs> I didn't see Casa Vigo, so. Doesn't that not have um, uh, Lannister in that movie? It does. It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jamie Lannister. Okay. Um, I don't agree with Chadwick, though. Mm-hmm. I see him uh, so only because I saw him so much before then or whatever. So, plus, I mean, as good as he was a Black Panther, I don't know. I just don't see it like I do for RDJ or. I don't see it for RDJ. I'm an RDJ, you're right. But for um, Hemsworth, I see it with for some reason. I told you that before. But it's for another show. But um, but for um, I, for for power though, I, I do think Amari would be back. I, I don't know what it's, like. I, I don't see him doing. I, I heard somebody say he he's he can be a great star, but I just don't see it. So I think you know somebody I thought who I don't definitely don't see. I feel like he can play anything. 
which might be sound a little crazy. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Foxx. You think you only you you don't think he can? I think he can. Oh, he can. Yeah. yeah. Like just even what's that? I just feel like with the comedy and even when he did that movie, Ray. Um, when he put um, Ray. No Ray, but uh, what was the other movie he did when he helped the white guy? Uh, what's his the name? The pianist. Robert Downey Jr. Huh? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. The right. pianist, right? No, not that one. Where his his wife? I can't remember this. Oh, when he's his wife gets raped and right. he sees it. And then he helps him. Uh, law-abiding citizen. Right. Oh, Gerard that, Butler, right? No, yeah, that was, yeah, um, yeah. the guy's name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder when Jamie's I saw that. Jamie's a great that. actor. Like, Jamie yeah, Jamie's but I just remember really... seeing I'm like, yo, this I guy mean, got won it. an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Jamie's, Jamie's, Jamie's really, really Very good. talented. Very, very, very yeah. talented. But I think that's why, like, Michael B. Jordan, like, he's like, yeah, I'm one and done with Marvel. Like, I'm good. Because he's got, he, he, he don't want to get typecast as Killmonger at the same time. You know what I mean? He's got so many things coming out. He got a movie coming out with Christian Bell and, um, and Charles Johansson, Charles Johansson soon, actually. So, um, interesting. I thought he was interesting in that uh, movie recently with oh, the lawyer, uh, with Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a interesting role. Yeah, I thought Jamie Fox was better in that movie, actually. So. Well, yeah, I definitely did. I feel like with Michael B. Jordan, he, with certain roles, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like if there's like a stronger character, it'll, it'll take over his performance. This was the type of person he is. I mean, that's just me. But how was he in Creed? I liked him in Creed. I think that fits him. Um, like I really, I liked him in Creed in comparison. I mean, I mean, a lot of people liked him as Kill. I didn't really like him as Killmonger that much. That's me. But I liked him in Creed though. You liked him as Killmonger? Wow. Okay. I, I I just feel like there were certain parts. I don't know. I just felt like he, I just don't see him as that. Interesting. Okay. I thought it was good in Creed one, two. I think it was a little over the top. Me personally, but. with the like the relationship, yeah. Mm. And you know what's crazy? Maybe it's because of my knowledge, I guess. But mm. I don't buy him and Tessa Thompson. I mean, because I know she doesn't like men. But I don't know. Mm. It's just something I don't. I just don't buy it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, like once you know Valkyrie, it changes. Now Valkyrie, she's it's perfect, right, for her right now. She's a badass, right? Mm. I mean, so it, it works. But I think. You know, once you know it, kind of changes your perception a little bit. Did you see that recent chick flick with uh, Issa Rae and uh, Lakeith? Lakeith, no, I did not. I heard it sucked. I... And this is coming from a woman, a black woman at that. I'm supposed to go see it this weekend. Oh. Um. So I will. I heard it was too, 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 too cheesy. Like it was just over the top. What's my thing? It's not actually a rom com. It's more just rom. Mm-hmm. And that's where I really have issue with it a little bit. I, I don't know. Like I know. I think that might thing. be the reason because they said it was too much. Like it was just too. Yeah, I think the calm is needed if you're gonna have rom, right? So, and I'm saying romantic comedy. People who don't I, know. So I'm curious to see what you think because when I heard her response to that, I was yeah, like, I, I gotta I, hear what Mike. I'll see it because of, <laughs> I'll go over to see it with someone. But if not, I wouldn't see it because now she got an actual rom com coming out. I which think her, that would be good. With the, saw that one? The, no, I mean I didn't see it, but with, with the Indian guy, her boyfriend in the movie, um, what's his name? Um, but anyway, rom com coming out. Um, Kumal, Kumal is Johnny, the one who's playing in um, and uh, Eternals or whatever. So she got a rom com coming out, which would probably be better. I think that would be better just for like her, her show. Personality with her show. Yeah. I don't watch all the episodes, but the, the episode I did watch with how she handles like her relationship, or even with her little on and off boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and the comedy and the rap. That thing that fits her personality as opposed yeah. to like a serious role. Yeah. I, I wouldn't expect now that that typecaster thing, like I don't <laughs> expect that from her. Like she's funny in person, like she's actually a funny like the, the, yeah. the clip I sold you. Yeah. That fits it as opposed to like 
right. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't see that from her. Nah. Yeah, I think because it was Valentine's Day time, I guess why they that ruins it. Dropped it. I think that's why it came out Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And a lot of black people wouldn't see that. So, right. um, <laughs> however, um, Sonic led the box office last week. But that's another story for another Sonic. show. Um, so that's the end of our power review. I didn't actually get a chance to see for life. Um, did I you? See it. I didn't see it either. Have you heard anything about it from anybody? Um, Have you, Josh? No. Okay. Mm-mm. I mean, other than the ratings and what people like, the, I've looked at comments. People saying it's good and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, Josh was all for it. It looks like they're doing good. So for we'll demographics, see. absolutely. Yeah. Moving forward, um, P. Uh, uh, back to more of our pop culture stuff. So. Um, we're talking about um, the uh, Kanye West and him with the sneakers, mm-hmm. and apparently, yeah, what happened with that? You, you can tell us more about that. Mr. Pop Culture. Yes. So um, Kanye recently had a release of his basketball shoe that, um, which was banned by the NBA because of the uh, the three M reflective. I know, okay. Yeah, they banned it because of um, the reflector, the way the material, because a lot of Yeezys have that 3M on it. Oh, okay, okay. And basically... You have a pair of Yeezys? Yeah. Okay. And um, they, they also have weird sizing. But the Quantums, yeah. The Quantums came out, I believe the retail price was between 250 and $300, and they're already reselling for like twelve and $1,300. Because it, well, this was like an extremely limited release. And from what I've seen from people who, um, you know, gave the review on the shoe, they felt like the shoe may have been a bit reproduced a bit too quickly because there's been there's a few flaws in regards to this being a basketball shoe. If you, Josh, you bring the shoe back up, like the piece on the side where you see the reflective. Yeah. They're saying that it's loose. And if you oh. you playing basketball, your angles. Yeah. Hit the side, it's gonna eventually fall off. Gotcha. But apparently, there's like a whole a whole another release, which I believe is gonna be the actual basketball version. So I'm curious to see how, what that would look like. But getting back to the point of what happened in Chicago, um, I don't know if Kanye was in the tanks, but those tanks were f- from the video he did from Jesus is King, because he shot like a series of videos okay. with his family, and he used the same tanks from the videos in All Chicago right. to hand out the shoes. And I know Quavo was in one of the trucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what they did was they were giving out free pairs of the Quantums to people on the streets of Chicago. And um, all you had to do was just trade what you had on. But the discrepancy was Adidas has denied this, but in order to get these shoes, you had to trade shoes of equal value to get the pair of shoes. So there's clips of people... Uh, trading in brand new Fear of God sneakers, which which is like a brand uh, made by Jerry Lorenzo, and they did a, co- a collaboration with Nike. And those shoes are selling for between five and a thousand dollars plus. They're extremely rare and limited. And I seen there was like a clip somebody gave a pair of Air Force Ones, and they're like, Nah, you got you can keep that, and they wouldn't let them get that get that but when they they show that people are giving up these expensive shoes which i didn't think that was kind of fair like you gotta no, it takes away from it yeah it? it takes away from the point of just saying like you know especially with kanye saying like i'm trying to get make shoes that are for everyone right. and then with him being the jesus is king 
you know, all that, you got to think, why are you being into these selective practices, even though you are in the corporate, you know, within the corporate realm, but you're also pushing this, I guess, agenda of you being a different man. It just kind of, th- it's just, you got to think, is that really fair? You want to give your shoes out, which is a great idea, but you have to give like shoes of expensive expensive value or that are exclusively rare and you're in chicago or may not the demographics there may not have the means to buy those particular shoes but if they want to wear your shoe they can't because they don't have that that brand that that's fair i I would say you know being congruent with yeezy he uh i guess he believes and you gotta give to receive That makes sense. Um, but uh, marketing-wise, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it, yeah. then it increase, also increases the value of the shoes that they gave back. So now you get to hold on to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, pretty, that's pretty dope. Which I think, uh, which is the reason why a lot of people decide to trade their shoes, because them knowing that I could probably flip these right, for more money. 1500 Right. <laughs> how do you, how do you, how, how, you, how do you, do you feel good or do you like your shoes? Um, well, I, I got like, my size is 11, and I bought it in 11, but I know with Adidas and since I'm using Boost material, and I have a pair of Boost too, I need like a size and a half or a whole size bigger because the Boost, at least for my feet, it just it's just too tight if I get a size 11. And with the Yeezys, I got a size 11, I got the 700s, but they are a bit tight where I got to take the soles out to actually en- enjoy it, which is still a little tight. Like I need a half size bigger or a whole size to, for them to actually be comfortable. But with certain easies, if you have a, a really big shoe size, it kind of takes away from the look. So I don't, It. I'm, I'm, I'm very selective if I'm gonna get a pair, like I have to make sure it, it looks right. Mm-hmm. But, and also I have to make sure I get a size and I have bigger, but that's the one thing I don't like about these because the sizing is a little weird, hmm. especially with these. Like I've, the reviewer for the the Quantums, right. like they fit even weirder. <laughs> like people will usually get their like people who usually wear their size, they have to either get like a, a size and a half smaller or a size right. and a half bigger because they fit weird. Hmm. All right, moving on to pop culture. Uh, another topic you brought up here, John, to us: um, Ti versus Money Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Going back to Mayweather's uh, time on Drink Champs. Shouts out to Nori and Drink Champs in that podcast. And him talking to, uh, to Mayweather about um, the incident with T.I. at the, was the burger joint, I guess it was that. Right. Yeah. And uh, So what happened? T.I. allegedly snuffed him or something. Really? He was out with Tiny or something like that, right? Or he talked about Tiny? He was talking about Tiny. and Or like, I don't know. They Don't, don't call me on exactly what happened, but. Apparently, Tiny or Tiny was definitely with Mayweather that during the fight weekend or whatever she was with him, and there's pictures of that. And I guess Ty, uh, now T. when I, when you say with, well, like walking around, like not like in a bedroom or anything like that, but just like walking around, like, like being yeah. seen, like yeah, like it kind of looked like it was his girl, but oh, like not. part of the entourage, like right. how Fifty and Justin right. Bieber did, like that. No, no, like they were walking around. Like Vegas, yeah. Like at the fight, like just like if you're friends, a group of people walking yeah. on the streets, like like, like, like having here, so. his, his bodyguards are behind them, and then maybe there's one other person or two people there. That's how it looked like, and they went out to eat and did whatever. And Ti saw this being Ti being you know extremely possessive and all that. Saw him like the I don't know if it was the same weekend or whatever, 
and apparently he like hit him. Hit who? Floyd. How did he even get to him? With all know. the security. Like guards. this whole thing is like alleged, but the, it was like a thing where he snuffed him and all that. And then um Floyd was basically going off of the point if you go to the clip, Floyd was saying that, you know, first off, if you're gonna say this woman is a trophy, she should be home on the shelf. Why is she out? And he was like basically insinuating all these things about like you're getting mad at me and you're doing all this, but you should really be mad at your wife because she's with me. Like I don't need yeah, that's to take facts. anyone's wife on Floyd Money May May Money Weather. Like, I don't need all this. And then he was just putting out those points and he also pointed out like the, the alleged TI hitting him and all that. And he's like, Listen, I'm a professional, undefeated fighter. You really think that happened? You really think that could actually happen to me? Exactly. And they're kind of the same height as well. Right. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's like the the story is, but the one thing I did like about what um, Mayweather said in regards to T.I. getting upset over Tiny, his wife, is this. The simple fact of this is your wife. This is your trophy. Why is she out? with me and she's out with me i didn't force her to be with me and you're getting mad at me and not her yeah i I, i'm confused as well i just as confused of how people will get mad at the spouse excuse me the person that your spouse cheated with as opposed to the actual spouse this doesn't make any sense i don't think it's it's a poll i think it's it's both honestly in in that scenario fair enough um but, but for um, the majority of the time, it's usually the. Uh, but what he said was to quote: He said, "If a lot of times a, uh, a man gets mad at a man when he should be checking his better half." Uh, to your point, um, he said, "If y'all think somebody does something more wait the Floyd Mayweather, I get paid to kick ass. I'm the best to ever do what I do, and whatnot." And he spelled out goat. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of funny to Fifty's point and him not. <laughs> Um, and then he also said, you know, it was weird, but it was like, you know, he was like, you know, I have a lot of money, which he always says. He said, like, I can easily have something done to you if I wanted to, which you probably shouldn't have said that, but it was drink chance. But he said, you know, I wouldn't mess up my stuff just to do that and whatnot, but I could easily get to anybody if I wanted to or whatever like that because of the amount of money that he has. And to be fair... If you think about the goons that I guess T.I. allegedly would have, he could probably buy those goons from him. Right. Exactly. It's essentially what he's saying. So. Right. And um, But then the, but then the last part was um, from Mayweather uh, was talking about rappers in general. So he took it from that to just rappers, and I guess including T.I. And he said, you know, well, what it was about T.I., but he said these artists, they claim to be pro-black one day. And then some days they want to be Frank Lucas and the biggest drug dealer out here. And he said, then they want to be Malcolm X. <laughs> then they want to be Huey P. Newton Eesh. or whatever like that. So he's saying that. And, and essentially he's right, right? Some of them have rapped about how many pounds they flip, but then rap about, you know, being pro-black and, and conscious and stuff like that at the same time. So He's definitely throwing some jabs. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Little hooks in there as well, right, Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Ish, you know, definitely. But to your point, um, 
a lot a lot of what he, what he said is true, and I don't think they were ever friends. So I don't think it's up to Mayweather to tell her like, nah, nah this ain't cool or whatever like that. Um, I think that in that case, Ti should be checking his wife. You gotta be hanging out with this dude in Vegas. You know how this looks or whatever it is. I don't know what happened, but however you know, however it looks and whatnot, and she probably was mad and and knew Mayweather would hang out with her. Who, who knows or whatever. Because remember, there was a time where T.I. was stepping out or whatever he was doing or whatever. So, um, you know, this is a 2014 incident, by the way. So Really? Yeah. Oh. It happened long ago. So, but at the end of the day, man, uh, T.I. D- did respond. He said, all the money you ha- have can't hide the sucker in you and whatnot. Eesh. Yeah, which is also eesh at that time. But, um... At the end of the day, like you said, man, if it's if it's your woman, you feel like she's overstepping, you know, come to her, don't come to me, or whatever. So, do you agree with that? Yeah, really, I do. Interesting. I always agree with that because in previous podcasts, you didn't really say so. That's not what I said, Josh. I said if I catch my woman in the house, what it do? Which I did. I told the story what happened and whatnot. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. I would naturally get enraged at the person. However, if it's a situation where, like... It's on social media. Yeah, or something like that, or whatever. And he don't even know me, especially like that. Like, like if it's me, I'm like, yo, why are you talk, talk to her? Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, at this point, I mean, I could tell you some details if you would like to, you know. Which, I this happened to me, too. And when I told you that, right? that's this story right here. About how a guy called me about a girl who was his girlfriend. Oh, I told that story. Did I tell that story, John? I think you mentioned something. You mentioned it. You didn't tell the story. All right. So it's this is story time with Miguel. So <laughs> some years ago, a uh, girl who I was um, who I was seeing, and um, I was talking to her for seeing her for some months or whatever like that. And uh, I had two jobs at the time. I was working hard. had a little regular corporate job, part-time at Walmart over in PA. So I was doing my thing. Get off work at night. I'll come holler at her, pick her up or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, her name was uh, Ashley. Shout out to Ashley or whatever, wherever you got today. <laughs> so um, so one point, after months and months, we stopped talking. And then about a few um uh, Weeks later or something like that, I actually, you know, ran in um, to her. So I was talking again, exchange numbers. But I guess, I don't know, her and her boyfriend are kind of like, whatever, they were good. Mm-hmm. So um, he wound up calling me while I was at work, right? right. So he's like, yo, what up, this Mike? I'm like, yeah, this Mike, who this? Or whatever. So he like, yeah, man, what's up with you and my girl? So I'm like, like that happened to me too, actually. Oh, okay. So yeah, man, this is something you're my girl. I'm like, who's your girl? And he's like, you ask, you know who it is, or <laughs> whatever this is that. So I'm like, what, what you mean? What's up or whatever? So he like, yeah, man. She told me that you know you've been stalking her, trying to get at her, and all this type of stuff. I said, what? So he like, um, well, um, you know, uh, yeah, man. Like, so like. Why was you playing with me? I'm like, bro, I don't even know you, first of all. And like I said, talk to your girl. I got nothing to say to you, fam. So he like, nah, I'm just saying, man. My girl told me this. I was like, yo. He like, um, you told me she lying. So 
I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, honestly, I've been dealing with old shorty for like a year. I don't know who you are, bro, or whatever. And he was like, that's my girl. We've been together for years or whatever like that, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm going to get back to the story. But what happened was that dude was a street dude or whatever. So basically, in the daytime, dude be on the block, whatever, come back to the crib, chill, chill with him. At nighttime, homie go to sleep, she come chill with me or whatever. But it was, um, but they ain't live together or whatever like that. So that's the way she, you know, she was playing or whatever. I didn't know this or whatever. But I, you know, I ain't care. She was never my girl in the first place. So anyway, uh, back to the story. So I'm like, bro, he's like, yeah, what you mean a year? Or whatever. It's like, it's funny after that. So he's like, but you know who I am? He starts saying his name or whatever. This and that. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't know who you are once again. Right. So he's like, um, uh, what's what she told me? He like, what happened was I found um, your number in her phone. Mm-hmm. So I questioned her about it. And when I, uh, he was like, matter of fact, I called the number one day, but you ain't pick up because it was, you know, I ain't never see it, whatever, like that. Right. So I questioned her about it. And then when I questioned her about it, she was like, uh, I told her, I said, Yeah, I called that number in your phone. Yo, who is that? And she said that, um, and she was like, um, I said, I got, and she, he said, What? So she said, What happened when you called? He said, I got a voicemail. So she said, What to say his name was Mike? Crazy part was, I didn't have a name in my voicemail, like I don't to this day. So she gave herself up right then and there, which was crazy. So he said, yes, I got your name or whatever. She said, what well, to say, Mike? So I was like, yeah. I just play, he said he just played it off. I was like, yeah. So she was like, this is what happened. That's what she told him. She said, I was in a cab with my cousin, a female cousin, and this guy was in the back seat with me. And um, he kept trying to talk to me, but I said, no, I got a boyfriend. That's what she told him. And then the cab dropped me off and kept taking my cousin home. And he was still in the car. And my cousin gave him my number or whatever. That's what he said. I mean, it's logical. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and then he called me. And he won't stop calling me now about this and that. That's what she told the dude. The girl messed with for over a year. Mm-hmm. Right? Who hollered at me, been in my house, everything in the book or whatever like that. All right. So I said, wait, well, she had to play me like some sucker. Like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like, I'm in the, in, in the cab. First of all, I got a whole car at the time. Right. Secondly, like, I'm just going to wait till you leave the car, try to try to stick number out of your cousin. Like, I was super mad about the situation or whatever, right? So, not like mad, mad, but maybe I'm playing me like a sucker at that, at that point. So, that's what you're worried about at this point with his affiliations? Well, I mean, I, I wasn't worried about that, Josh. That's, that's just me. Anyway, so he was like, Nah, man. He was like, but, but how are the hotel the truth, right, John? Mm-hmm. So he like, um, if I break, if I, if I tell her this, she gonna say that 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 you lying or whatever like that. He was like, man, I don't know what to mean. I really love her, man, but now I don't know what to do. He started like softening up or whatever like that. Blah, blah blah. So I'm like, look, bro, I don't know what to tell you. He was like, but bro, he was like, but she gonna say it's your word against his. So I said, bro. I definitely been with her for a year, and I was I was smashing her for all that time or whatever like that. He was like, "Word," so like, yeah. He was like, um, "But still, man." How about I said, "Bro, I have videotape if you want it." Honestly, <laughs> whatever. He said, "What video? You have a video with me?" <laughs> I said, "Yo, I don't know what to tell you, bro." <laughs> whatever. So now he's super mad. <laughs> Because I got the videos. I got the old, you know, whatever, allegedly. I had the old camcorders, whatever like that, blah, blah, blah. So, um, 
Long story short, or whatever, I said, man, just talk to your girl, man. I really got to do with this or whatever like that. So he was like, this is what I'm going to do. So the next day, he was like, he hit me again. He was like, yo, Mike. I'm like, I'm like what's up? He like, nah, 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 nah. He was like, he was like, y'all believe you, man. He was like, yo, I'm about to pick her up now. Don't say nothing. Before I can even say, what, what? She was getting in the car. So he said to her, he was like, yo, who you say that Mike dude was again? She said, I told you some dude that was talking to me or whatever like that. And he was stop calling me, whatever, all this and that. And he said, yo, Mike, you hear this? <laughs> your speakerphone, right? And I was like, yeah, I hear it or whatever. I was like, what's up, Ashley? And she was like, oh, shit. Like, I can hear it. <laughs> I was dying. So he was just like, uh-huh. So you lying or whatever like that. He was like, you know what? Good luck, Mike. I'm going to talk to you later or whatever like that. And and that's the last I heard of both of them or whatever like that. So, um, <laughs> was, sound like some power shit. It was. Yo, my life be crazy, bro. All some real stuff. So, last I heard of them, I kept the videotapes or whatever like that. And that was the, you know, the next story. But at the end of the day, like, I wasn't going about to go back and forth from my man. If you believe me, you don't. And <laughs> also, like, talk to your girl, you know what I mean? So, that's how I looked at it. I mean, you though. Um, this actually, uh, what, what just happened? Oh, this one I, I lost. This one I lost my virginity. Uh, this she was a little older than me, and the whole story was crazy, cause when I initially ran into the chick, um, I didn't even know who she was. Like, I knew her cousin. I went to a party through a mutual friend. I walk in. And all these Spanish girls are in there or whatever. And she sees me and she hits her cousin up. Who's that? Oh, she's like, well, that's Fresh Banks or whatever. And she's like, oh, I need his number. So the cousin who I knew hit me up. was like, oh, my cousin likes you, blah, blah, blah. I gave you your number, don't worry. And I'm like, what? So me meeting young, whatever, I'm like, okay. I'm assuming she looks good. So she's like, she texting me, saying all this other stuff. And uh, fast forward, I still don't really know who this chick is. But we're just... Just texting. Wait, did y'all exchange, exchange photos? Nah. Mm -mm. At this time, it was, that was not like a thing for me. So what year was this? 2007? Okay. Eight? Yeah. So not even MySpace or Facebook? I didn't I didn't care at the moment because I didn't think nothing was going to be it. I'm, this is like a little conversation. Right. Me, I'm like juggling, blah, blah, blah. So it's not really like a thing for me. And then... Um, actually, no, 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 you're right. I we did exchange a picture. She did send me a picture, and I was like, okay, this is not bad. Just, just one. Yeah. Well, at the time, all like right, I said, right, I'm right, young, right, man. Right. I, I, I'm being honest. But um, what happened? Uh, at that moment, she invited me to her house for like a little get together for drinks, and this is when I realized Spanish people drink a lot. Um, they had a lot, a ton of liquor. It was just crazy. And I remember when it happened, it's like, you should come through, come for drinks. It's going with my friends, but you got to come by yourself. And me, me being paranoid and stuff like that, because she lives in Trenton, and I don't really know this chick. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't really know her, like, where her whereabouts. I'm like, I need somebody with me. Because <laughs> that's the case we got to fight. Yeah. I got somebody there with me. So I'm like, well, I got, um, I was like, I got my cousin. Who's my cousin? But I was like, yeah, I got my cousin <laughs> with me. He got to come. And she's like, all right, only you and him. 
And I remember I had to make a choice because that day I got invited to um, remember MTV, the VJs. Yeah. There was a the Manchester Ewing. He was throwing. Well, I forgot. I forgot what VJ was, but he was throwing a party at one of the mansions in Ewing, and I was trying to find the house that night, and I couldn't find it. So I had a choice to either just call my boy and say, like, yo, come get me, or just go to this chick's house. So I was like, no, let's just go there. So I go there. She's there. She's with her friends. And at this moment, I didn't know my friend didn't actually drink, never drank before, and they got him bodied. He ended, up passes, he ended up passing out, throwing up on a cart. Damn, which is crazy. And as this happens, I notice there's like a crib in her apartment. And I'm like, what the hell is this crib doing here? Because mind you, I don't know nothing. I don't even know nothing about the chick. She's a, I, fast forward, she has a kid. Well, she has, I had a kid, and I didn't know. And apparently, when you have a kid, there's a baby dad. I didn't know nothing about the baby dad. And similar to Mike, this dude was allegedly in the streets or whatever. And, um, but she wasn't really feeling him because she gave him chance at the chance and he wasn't really doing that. Me, me being different, obviously, uh, she took a liking to me and we ended up having sex or whatever. And it was like a crazy experience because I never experienced any girl like that before in my life. Whoa. Like she was just different. And, but she also got really clingy to me like she actually took a falling to me and that that kind of like weirded me out <laughs> with the virgin i mean yeah. you were a virgin yeah and i was uh, thought i thought it was gonna be the opposite around like i was gonna be into her right, and all right. that but i didn't really care oh wow. <laughs> and Did she you, know you were a virgin no to this day i even i told her and she didn't know oh wow yeah and uh she um <laughs> after that happened we start doing it on a regular, but now she starts catching feelings, and she's like, "Oh, we can't do it as much." Throwing in that that card, like, "Oh, you gotta be my girlfriend, boy. Yeah, I gotta, you gotta be my man, or whatever." And I'm like, me even being young, I'm like, "Okay, that's not happening. You're not gonna be my girl." <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially with all the backstory stuff you have, I, I, I'm not dealing with that. John Finesse came out early. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember. I was going to uh, Universal Studios, and I remember she like, I remember I wanted to hit it before I went. You know, this is, the, this is my time. I'm like, I'm trying to hit it, but, you know. And she's just like, No, we can't. You know, I'm good. And then I remember she sent me this message when I went to Universal Studios. This long message, like, I really care about you, blah blah blah. Uh, you're a really great guy. I think I love you. And mind you, I only know the girl for like two months. And I'm like, This shit scared me. So I, I did what any normal young guy would do put the phone away for like three days and then respond to it then respond then when no, I went no, back to it no more young guy would do but go ahead listen. I, what I, I did that I wouldn't respond or I wouldn't respond at all some chick just said I love you out of nowhere so much. you would respond I, I okay whatever but um, <laughs> I responded like nothing happened like hey what's up and she's like you didn't get my messages I was like no I didn't what, what was what's up and she's like oh, never mind and <laughs> <laughs> you were like Right, <laughs> but then she, this chick was like, "But we still hit it off here and there." And then I remember she's like, gave me this big ass hickey, and I was at work, and everybody seen it, and that's like, "Oh, this chick How is you dangerous." How did that happen, bro? Bro, I told you I was young, he, man. He, he was young. Okay, that, okay, okay. And she knew what she was doing. She was yeah. trying to put a marker, yeah, plant okay. a flag. All yeah, right, all right, all right, all right. and I didn't, you know, whatever. I told you this chick was different, but then I started noticing these things. Um, she started doing these I didn't like, so I was like, you know, what? I gotta cut this chick off. So I cut her off. And mind you, I deleted her number. 
And at this at this point in time, one of my good friends, Rich, he would always lose his phone and have different numbers. So I'm used to people calling me off a random number. So I was I thought it was him who called me. But similar to what happened to you, Mike, a number calls me. I'm thinking it's my boy, Rich. So I'm like, yo, what up? What up? And it's some dude calling off of her number because he had her SIM card. You know, the big thing with SIM cards and T-Mobile phones and all that. He, she still had my number saved, so he called and he's like, "Hey, yo, this Banks," and I'm like, "Huh? This, this Banks, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, Lloyd Banks got uh, the wrong number." <laughs> and me, me being privy to all this other stuff, somebody's trying to set me up or whatever. I'm like, "I'm just gonna play stupid," because at the time I didn't know what he was talking about and I didn't, ha- I didn't know the number. I was like, "I don't know who Banks is." I'm like, I, I think I gave him a name. My name's Peter or something. And um, they were like, "No," nah. he's like, "No, you you messing with such and such?" And I'm like, "Huh?" I don't know who that is. Nah, you, you fucking her? I'm like, who, who? And he's like, you love her? And he was getting like in his emotions, like being all hard, but also being in his emotions. Like, oh, you really, you love her? And I'm like, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is he calling me, asking about her? And I'm like, yo, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not sure, but you got the wrong number. And he's like, oh, all right, all right. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so... Um, I hang up and I, t- I tell him, I call my boy who I thought it was. Right, and right. I was like, yo, something. He's like, oh, he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, he's going off. And he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, whatever, man. Well, but if anything happens, you know, you good, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And I was like, all right. So I'm confused. And then the girl who originally introduced me, she comes from a good family. So she, the girl finds out the girl I was messing with, finds out and tells like the, the friend of how I originally met her, the cousin. Mm-hmm. She goes and tells her family, like, oh, John's in the streets. He He's causing problems with me and my baby dad because she was hurt because I didn't take heed to whatever of her apology. And I was like, yo, don't talk to me. And she's like bring, literally bringing me down thinking like I'm the one who's starting all this issue when I had no idea about the baby dad, no idea about her kid, nobody, no idea what was going on in the first place. And then you try to make it look like I was starting all this drama and issues. And I remember all that happening. I mean, I went off. I was like, I said some things I regret to this day. But I, I remember I came there, came to, came to the house. I was like, yo, you, you, I'm going saying words, I'm saying this, and I'm like, yo, you just like bad. I, I don't deal with people so like that. So it was the baby dad that called you. Yeah, the baby dad called me. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And he was like, yo, you know her, you fucking her, you love her. Yeah. I said all this sappy stuff. I'm like, I thought you were a gangster. <laughs> and what do you? What does it matter if I love her or not? Which I didn't. And How I was, were you at the time? 17 were you a little shook or, or no no okay i told you i had man i had people man I was good, regardless <laughs> of what was gonna happen it, it was kind of humorous at right. at moments i will say this because i remember he was like oh i got the bloods on and then my, I asked he my said boy. all that yeah and i asked oh, my right. boy and he was like he's what what set is he from i'm like oh he i told his name he was like he's lying he's lying i was like oh okay after he said that i, was like, I didn't really care anymore he was just in his emotions Right, whatever, right. and then when I knew the guy, I knew he played basketball. I felt I felt felt kind of bad because I used to go to the Y and play ball, and I remember him from there. But he was older than me. But that's why I never I didn't think of his name. But when I saw who he was, I, I was like, damn, I feel bad because this guy was actually a nice guy. <laughs> and I remember playing ball with him and all that. And I was just like, damn, I took his baby baby mom. And was he in the streets like that? Not really. I mean, like fake fake streets. Because he was a good guy, so was she still messing with him and you at the same time? No, like mind you, they have a they had a kid together, okay. so he was still trying to get back with her. Because if in the moving forward, 
as years went on, they still went back and forth with okay. each other. All right, all right. And but eventually she just kicked him to the curb because he realized she she couldn't do nothing with him. Right. And I remember before they actually got engaged. Right. Wow. And um she tried to make it. No, no, this is like um, years later, okay. Years later. She said she had a dream about me. About um us being together. And this is like years after the fact. Because I remember my twenty first birthday, she tried to take me out for dinner and try to I try to go back to what I did when I was younger. Of course. Try to hit it afterwards because she tried to get me drunk, it didn't work. And I was like, So what's up? And she's like, Oh, but don't you want more? And I was like, what? in my head, I'm like, you, you don't you remember all the shit you put me through? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and then she hit me up like a few years later. She hit me with the, uh, oh, I was thinking about you. I thought about like us being married and all that. What do you think about that? And to my head, I'm like, what is she talking about? And next thing you know, I see her getting engaged to this dude and they end up breaking up. And to this day, she still has this weird thing with me i'm thinking like i took her virginity but i didn't i know i didn't but still do we have any more photos of her now oh, what she looks like mm-hmm. uh yeah and while he's getting it. the photos of that let's go to our last topic here for the um pop culture which should be a good one it's about the uh d wade Dwayne wade and his sons i guess all of it the coming out the changing of the gender, the age of the kid, the backlash, the, the uh, all of it. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Josh? Well, again, as a person who isn't a parent, I'm very hesitant to tell other people how to raise their children. However, just me personally about the topic, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the right thing to do, especially since this is a minor, mm-hmm. and by... I would say virtually all countries on earth too young to even operate a motor vehicle, yet you're going to allow them to make that decision that they don't even understand yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to discover oneself in order to do something like that. So you, you, he hasn't had enough experiences to even make that decision. Right. And if I'm being completely honest, these are like... So many people, so many kids around the world are making this decision based upon what they see other older kids doing. Because if you remember at that age, you wanted to be just like all the older kids. All the older kids are talking about things like that or doing things like that. Mm-hmm. So then you want to em- emulate that. But again, you're still someone at an age who thinks a great idea is eating ice cream for breakfast. You're just not, you're just not making the you're not in a position to make that type of life-altering decision. That's literally the point of a parent. Uh, so, at the the coming out in general, you talking about now, or or the, or the whole changing the name and gender association? The change. Okay, the change. Gotcha. All right. What about you, John? I know you had a lot to say about this um, situation. Well... I think with Mr. Zion, and as he wants to be called, Zaya or Zaya or whatever. Um, was it Zaya? Zaya. Yeah. Zaya. Um, Zaya, yep. My thing is this. Um, you know, I don't I don't know Zion. Um, I don't know how he was raised. I don't know how he was brought up or anything like that. But I personally think being 12 years old, regardless of how smart you are, 
as a lot of people are pointing out, and uh, a lot of gay people are in his defense of saying that, you know, he's a very smart man. How could you say this? Or woman. Um, how could you say he doesn't know what he's talking about? Going on to what Boozy said and all that. I still personally think he's 12 years old. I feel like regardless, if we look at times of, like earlier times where kids of that age were considered to be adults based on the responsibilities. But I still think there's a lot of things in regards to the developmental stages in regards to how you think. Yeah, the frontal lobe, literally, yes. I I, I still think he still needs to grow, Mm -hmm. or she needs to grow. And I, I, I honestly do think, because there's so many cases of like where there's, men who want to who identifies women or women or identifies men who want to who make that change at an early age and as years go on they <coughs> find themselves making or thinking that i made a mistake there's people who wanted to switch back but they can't right because of they already made that that particular choice but no one ever highlights those stories which i, I always find fascinating like if you're going to say something why don't you show it from all from all sides all angles yeah. all angles mm-hmm. and you see these moments where people do that and they make this they decide to make this drastic change and then all of a sudden they they want to be they want to be back to what they were or let's say they turn gay and then as they get older or they go through something they realize that's not the case so uh, so was the plan just for him to now um identify as a female and i guess and to add on to that to as him identifying and going public I think, I personally think there's something more to it because why go on national television on an Ellen show and speak of something that's considered private? Well, because of, uh, see, in that regard, mm-hmm. I think because of his stature would have never been private. So he's trying mm-hmm. to get ahead of it, I feel like. Like, let me let y'all know this and how I feel about it before mm-hmm. y'all find out about it. So I throw it in my face. <clears throat> so I think that's like, that's like um, public. Um, what do they call that? Uh, damage control. Damage control one on one, right? Let me beat you to the punch. Did they do that for Shaq's? Not Shaq. Um, was it Magic? Shaq? Magic son. Did they do that for him? I don't think they did. I mean, to me, I agree with you. That's, and I understand what you're saying, but uh, to me, I just see it as part of the agenda personally. I just think, in regards to what Dwayne and Gabrielle does in the future, in regards, especially business moves mm-hmm. if i see some crazy business moves in regards to i don't know if it's something to do with um the LG community yeah. or them doing something in that element where they're getting marketing dollars or sponsorships or anything like that if i see a slightest thing in regards to that direction it's just like they're just doing things thinking like the the public is just stupid and i feel like a lot of people in that particular realm treat people as if they're they were dumb and they dumb things down to make it look like this is their Pacific agenda, but I feel like there's more to it. Only thing I don't agree with that is because they, they got mm-hmm. like they said they started seeing feminine traits from the kids. He was two, three years old, mm-hmm. right? He even said that, and I feel like they got another son. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's almost a protection thing too. Like mm-hmm. before someone your classmates finds mm-hmm. out your son is doing, I mean your brother's doing this, mm-hmm. let me as your father take all that on for you or whatever. So you, you don't think there's kids that act as of a, if they were a different sex when they were younger and maybe grew out of it? Like, for instance, because going off of a comment I saw when they, people were commenting, there was a girl who said she was a tomboy all her life, and then as she got older, she realized she was 
identified more as being a woman and wanted to be a woman, wear dresses, makeup, and all that other stuff. But she did go through a phase of wanting to be a tomboy. No, no, I agree with you on that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, as far as the Ellen show and all that stuff, I right. feel like I feel like I just feel like it's getting ahead of it and also trying to protect the other kids and whatnot. Right. I, I just think they're just trying to sell something to the masses. I feel like they don't leave. I, I agree they're trying to sell it, mm-hmm. but I think they feel like I feel like, I think they feel like the kid gonna do that anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So before people give it to us, let me give it to y'all before it happens. Because somebody mm-hmm. could easily see this kid at school and say, Yeah, this D Wade son was with a, a pink purse or something like that. Or right. whatever like that. Now if they say it, he can be like, I know I, I got I got the purse for him, right? Mm-hmm. He can literally he's ahead of the he's ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. It, lo- it looks better that way. And like I said about the other son, you don't want no kid like, yeah, man, I heard you, I heard you, I heard your little brother a fag or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Like now D Wade is for Zaire. But whatever, saying I'm taking all this off for you. In that mm-hmm. regard, I don't agree with everything that he's doing. Right. But I think that's the whole Ellen, and Ellen's a perfect place to do it, right? Because she's down with all this stuff, or whatever. So I think <laughs> if anything, she—I mean, she is. She welcomes it, or whatever. Right. Everyone wants to go on Ellen, right? She's become. It's crazy because she's not the, the LG, B, uh, B, B, excuse me, LG, BTQ, BTQ, and plus, plus communities oprah yes pretty much so when it comes to that it's like going ellen because black people love ellen number one really? and then yes really yes so it's reverse oprah interesting yeah black people love ellen you know why because she dances um she's um she she she, she tends to embrace black guests a lot and you whatnot. know but you know the funny thing is with that I, I, I kind of see that because I see people like they try to make people viral like the damn Daniel guy with the vans uh-huh. and how she gave like certain yep. things with the yep. other other yep. kids uh, and how they try to tag Ellen but my thing with that I think all that is kind of like added to some sort of propaganda of how they get their views because if you look at the guests that she brings up on there it's not really all black no it's more it's more mix. And it's like black people or saying black people, Oprah's for black people, but she's really not. No. And Ellen, there's people are saying Ellen's for black people and they tag her in these things like, oh, get like such and such. Like I saw um, um, a clip from a kid from Haiti who was a, a really great singer, a young kid, and they're trying to get him to go on the Ellen show. The likelihood of Ellen picking him? Mm, probably not. A uh, white yeah. kid. Or that girl, even going to the back to where we were talking about the the the, the girl with the dance. Yeah. Who's Ellen gonna choose? The girl who created it, or the girl who just monetized it? I don't know, it? man. I, I could see Ellen because Ellen's a marketing genius too, and she knows how to get people's hearts. And there's another mm-hmm. off topic right now, but I feel like within a week that girl might be on there, the one who actually created the dance, mm-hmm. and with Ellen telling the story, what happened? Because again, she she's like a politician almost. Like she knows how to get the black vote. You oh, sound well. like a very avid uh, Ellen subscriber there, Mike. I mean, I've seen a lot of her. Not like I'm home 4 o'clock in the afternoon to watch the show, mm-hmm. but I've seen a lot of her YouTube stuff and people like my grandmother, mother. They, they're they older black people. They love Ellen. I love Ellen. Ah, and now it comes full circle. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think, I think my thing with Ellen is... I think strategically she does manage to bring certain guests that she kind does. of get you that because I remember those kids from Baltimore with the who played the drums or whatever A one chops and yeah. the other kid that was kind of a surprise and then they gave him the apartment for a year or whatever and gave him and by getting the exposure they got like a lot of gigs and now they're self sufficient 
Um, but I also feel like there's like certain moments where that's needed to kind of mm. like get you to not think about the other stuff she passes by. I agree too. I, I think she's very. I said she's like the a politician. She don't get the black vote. That's how I look at it mm. uh, with her. And I think Dwayne knew that as well and tried to get to the black vote as well as you know get that LG, LGBTQ plus community behind him because as you said they're like the mob right. Like, he was definitely repping during that uh, All Star game with that outfit. And, but it's crazy because he actually kind of, you know, he, he was strategic too, like y'all talking mm-hmm. about. He set this up. Remember last year he went to the parade with right. the kid mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah. it was like, speaking of, yeah, speaking about it, yeah, yeah. So it was like small steps to get y'all here. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, but that, I, okay, yeah, I guarantee you that this kid Ben told him there's something he was thinking about. And Dwayne said, "Okay, that's how we're gonna do this." Right. So I do. I, I agree with that 100. But I thought that was. I mean, just because I follow D Wade, like I've already saw that progression. That's how I know it's a strategy, person. Yeah, I think I think it was very strategic, but I think it was strategic, not for what he's talking about. I guess not always just for monetary reasons. I think it's strategic, and the protection of his kid. But it was strategic, though. I agree with that. But I, I guess to your point, I would be confused as to who they would be getting protected from if they already knew. Because he's going to school, he's probably going to school and acting a certain type of way. Who already knew? His classmates. His brother. The family. I mean, so it's not like... The public, though. The public didn't know. But in that in their close network? Yeah, yeah, they knew. But probably Bron knows. Like... But the public didn't know or whatever. Well, I mean, like their public, like the kids they go to school with. Yeah, yeah. But at, but at a certain point, the, the public, as they get older, start to see your kids more. And before it became a, let's say, there us. There was a meme about that with the two sons. Before it became us knowing about it, he wanted to get ahead of it. Not maybe just the kids in school, but before it became a social media thing or, or whatever it was. And it's, it's 20 years later. I mean, it's, it's um, it was 20 years ago. It would look even worse, but um, if it was uh, <laughs> but now it's like oh yeah, I saw that in group. That's yeah. big facts. I sent that to like ten people already. But now D Wade knows that it's more acceptable, I guess, in America. Maybe not amongst us, but in America, for his son to be that way, and for he looking at yo by some of white America. He's looking at more like a um, this great dad who's accepting his son. And right, but where is he living? White America. But specifically, geographically. Beverly Hills, whatever it is, yeah. Los Angeles or whatever. Where that's more prevalent. Right, that that's too. that's where they moved to. That's where they moved. That was a part of the strategy too. It was all a part of the strategy. Right, and if you've been to, well, you'll see when you go to Miami that yeah. they're very well represented there as well. It's, well, yeah, but that wasn't his choice. He got drafted there. But, yeah, that's, so maybe it's Pat Riley's fault. The kid lived there in Miami forever. I don't know. But but, but nevertheless, um, I don't agree with him having letting a 12-year-old make that assignment to identify himself as that. Even the gate thing was questionable to me, honestly, you know, at, 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 at that point, which we had a lot of talk about the barbershop a few times and whatnot. What? We had a lot of talk about it at the barbershop, just him coming out in the first place. Oh. Before the even name change and mm-hmm. – gender identification, just him saying my son is gay and whatnot uh, at 12, or I guess it was 11 in, was very, very um, questionable to me. 
And but as a parent, I mean, I am a parent. I don't know. I don't know how I would handle that if if uh, if, if uh, my son got to eleven and say I like boys or whatever. I mean, like girls. But again, phases, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh like, yeah, I want to learn the trumpet. Yeah, I was thinking like Boosie said. Like he said, mm-hmm. the kid could be sixteen and say, you know what? Now I want girls or whatever like that. So, I mean, I think I think Dwayne went extreme with this situation. And I, I feel like everyone's forgetting that age in their life, especially as guys, when before girls had cooties, and all of a sudden you start liking girls. Yeah, is you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, you change it. You change as life goes along. And you can and you can constantly change as you're an adult. You can be in twenties and like. A girl can be in her twenties and like guys, thirties and like girls. Like people change all the time. Right. right and now. going back to that resentment thing, where people tend to make this change and early they get older, mm-hmm. they have. There's a lot of cases where people who choose to do that have got, have thoughts of like, I think I made a mistake, or I wanted to go back, or what what can I do now? And that pressure of like, if you ever think of people where to actually speak out and do that and do it more and be more prevalent doing that. You think that organization would want that to be out there? Cause no. There's a lot of people, well, not a lot, but there's uh, some cases where those people that John's talking about commit suicide. Because they can't go back. I know. Mm-hmm. And there was actually a movie um, they were going to do, I don't know if it was with James, not James Franco, um, where there was a pastor. He was like, he ended up being, becoming a pastor, but he was a gay man. I think it was Franco. It was a Franco? Yeah. But it, it didn't come out, right? No, it didn't come out. But it was he was like gay, and then years later he turned out to be straight, and ended up like getting married and becoming a pastor and like going against what he originally thought he was. And I remember when I remember when I first heard it because Nasir brought that story up to me, Jeez. and I was so I was like they're not gonna put this out, and then literally you know it never went out, it never came out. I don't know what the reasons are. There might be more to it, but I just I just find like stories like that happen every day, and they don't ever broadcast those stories. If you ever, if so you ever look you at it, tell your kid, my kid, yeah, not 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 the. Let's let's start with just uh-huh. say he says I think I like boys, right? At twelve, I have a conversation and say, I mean, I'm, it's not going to just be me. I would, <laughs> I mean, I would have a conversation, yeah. but I would also have help because. Yeah. Even going to the extremist Dr. Umar, who is uh, works in ch- children's psychology, he always explains the facts, especially with children. When children tend to go this to go the way of them wanting to be gay or them wanting to change their sex, a lot of those things come from different facets, right? Okay. Especially when it comes to lesbians, the 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 number of Woman, young woman who choose to be lesbian. The two main reasons he always brings up is them either being touched or molested by a man, or something happening within the family, which usually cause. That's usually the number one cause why they choose to go to women. And if you ask a lot of these women that's who why. choose to do that, if they are honest, they will say that if they're honest, because a lot of them will say I was born this way, which is not. That's not been proven. It has not been proven you for you to be born that way. But they've been they they position that thought process of like oh I was born this way and even going on to with Zion a lot of people who are in that lifestyle were saying why are people getting mad because he was born this way I know but you it's it's not possible for you to be born that way 
and people tend to use that and if even they argue it they always find something to push it to the to the side and same thing with men it's the same thing with men choose to go another route they either were molested touched or whatever in that in that in that particular realm and they're so uncomfortable with themselves going into being with a woman or they're confused because of what happens to them at the, a younger age they go that route and if you hear gay men who are honest once again they tell you that and it's like a, a cons- it's consistent but people never bring that up it's true but for the ones who aren't it's just uh-huh. like choosing a steak over a chicken i like the way the chicken looks better right right so sometimes but it's just the numbers are alarming and nobody not alarming ever- it just that just happens to be part of it and that's <laughs> okay. not, and, 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 and that's because that's not brought up doesn't mean there aren't people hey, who yeah that is a flagrant part consciously omitted from their entire but it doesn't really Philosophy. matter why they chose it. If they got molested, they got molested. So I don't want this anymore. That's it. I still want this. I still want something else. But again, it's not that easy. Learning. It is that easy. Learning. Learning from Doctor Umar about that perspective because I had no idea because I assumed it was the opposite. I I was like, okay, I was for, for girls. It can happen a lot, but it doesn't. The, the end result is still the end result. I I want a woman. I don't want a man. It doesn't matter why. That, that that's that's irrelevant. The, so, what what what, it, what is relevant is this is what I want now. So if you're a child who never had nothing happen to them ever in their life and says, I want this, then what do you say? Right. And that's the difference. I'm just playing on the part of that's like a a major thing in what happens. I mean, regardless if people bring it to light or not, that's usually one of the higher, the higher, the highest components of why people choose to go that way. I agree with that. But after they chose it, now Mm -hmm. what, though? I mean, it just depends on how you tackle it. If If you... I look at it this way, especially if it goes into a point of somebody's being abused, right, physically or mentally, yeah. you get help. And it's not like you going through these shock camps that, you know, that people present to, like you're trying to force somebody to do anything. So you get but, help mm-hmm. to say, I mean, you should get help regardless if you got abused. Right. But it doesn't mean to say I still don't want a man from a woman. I still want a woman. Right. So then what? And after that, I still chose to be with a woman. Okay, that's your choice then. But at the end of the day, I I still think if you go through that the, the proper channels and having the conversations, being the, meeting with the right people, you never know what can happen. And I honestly do think, percentage wise, I think you can change that because I think it's something within the brain. Because if you look at the facts of what being in that of choosing that space, if you look at what happened before 1974 or whatever it was, it was considered. Um, what was it? A mental disability to be gay, mm-hmm. and after that, as years go on, it more accepted. It's more accepted, and then even Umar puts the fact of where pedophilia is going to be the next thing that they're going to position to make it look like mm-hmm. it's okay. As you notice, they're bringing all these other things that have been considered in the dark. You can't do this; it's not right. And all of a sudden, now years later, if you were of age to look pack. Stuff like this is becoming more and more acceptable. And like, oh, to be transgender, it's okay. To be gay, it's okay. To be this, it's okay. And then pretty soon, to be, because they can't find, the, the thing, what they, I forgot the book, what that book is called with all those um, diagnosis of like being pedophilia, being gay, lesbian. I don't, there's a book. It's like a, the Bible of all that stuff. They're going to add it to this book to where being the idea of pedophilia being because they can't the, the the biggest thing is is they can't prove it 
when it comes to finding the reason why uh, going why why they do this. Right. So if they can't prove it, they can p- make it acceptable. Yeah, because I just had a friend the other day talking about the way he said he thinks it's genetic. So I mean, it's, it's, it's all over the place with this stuff or whatever. Well, certain things are genetic, like crime. You think crime is genetic? It's actually been proven with blood. I mean, you see a lot with the, uh, let's say, the uh, clan members. It seems to run in the family. Okay, Just having gonna, that that anger. Right? Well, we're we're going to tell you without one. <laughs> what not. But um, as far as the gay situation, um, yeah, I guess it can be tons of reasons why people go to the ways that they go. Um, but you're right. It's, it's going, I guess, too far. I guess I don't want to say that, but it, it, I think it, it's a lot, man, with the. It's going too far. And, 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 and if yeah. this kid can be, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. If this kid can be 12, mm-hmm. and the way, because he's a celebrity, comes out and accepts it because he's quote unquote smart for his age. Right. And all you got to do is go on Ellen or whatever, and now it's acceptable to for To make you think that. Right. For, for a 12 year old to say, for go to gender reassignment or even gender, for gender identification, if you don't get this ball cut off or whatever. So even to say he's now. A girl. Like he refers to his son as daughter now, and says she. Right. So if D Wade can say that's okay at twelve, now where's the cutoff become? You it's know? just the beginning. I know. That's what I'm saying. So I think it is a problem with society because now you're gonna have moms in real life like walking around or dads. Not probably not dads, but moms walking around with their ten year old son dressed like a girl and saying his name is Shaniqua. Or whatever, call him for now, and people gonna think, well, D Wade did it, so why is not okay? You know what I'm saying? Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do, and that's where the problem lies to me, and whatnot. It should be a cutoff or whatever. And going back to the lesbian situations, you start to see that a lot actually when the kid has two moms, quote unquote. And I've seen it myself, where they start to develop more of these feminine traits, following their moms, watching their moms. Put the makeup on. It's only, it's only two moms, right? So nobody in there shaving. It's two moms in there putting the makeup on. Two moms getting dressed with the brawls and the everything else to go out or whatever like that. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they treat these little boys like a doll, right? Rather than a little boy or whatever like that. And just want to dress them up and however. Yeah. So they dress them like, like Nas at like five years old, right? Where <laughs> it's like just tight stuff and it's a joke. But, but, but they, no, seriously, though, but jokingly, but dress them however and do whatever to them. Start combing their hair slicked back. Looking like Russell Wilson at five or whatever, where it's like ridiculous, you know what I mean? So. And what's very interesting from a biological point of view, at this point, men's, let's say, average testosterone levels are like rapidly low than they've been in the past, what, 40, 50 years? Yeah. In addition to the point that Jazz and Pooch always bring up, the generation of men being raised by a single mother, so then yeah. adopting more of those feminine traits, such as getting in your feels, and then acting upon that as opposed logically. Yeah. So all that has a residual effect. There is a li- there's a literal physical connection between masculinity and people, as is femininity, right? I agree. In the book I read by uh, one of the Buss family, Dr. Dr. Buss, who's probably one of the most preeminent doctors on sexual psychology he wrote the book evolution of desire and it said that when girls do not have fathers in their lives they actually develop their periods earlier than girls that do interesting yeah i mean it's all true 
though I don't always agree with Jazz and Pooch as far as all of that is concerned, but I do see where it can lead to. Unfortunately, it's very hard because they, they don't just mean like a dad who's, you know, they mean like a dad should be in the home type of deal. Absolutely. But going back to the topic we had on Poetic Charm, if you're not happy, then you're doing everybody a disservice, you know, like me and Tony talked about. So it's a catch-22, you know. Which is why we should go for the love and the convenience. It goes all the way back full circle. And with that, <laughs> that is another episode of A New You Radio, our last part of episode 11. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, please go to Podbean, leave comments. You can also get that a day earlier than other streaming services. And thank you once again, and uh, you all have a good one. violence and shit like that to the stick that some people do but that shit do hit home